people good evening and welcome everyone to this year's last session of the startup and career show and i am your host rushab mehta tuning in from team backstage for today's session we have an exciting topic to discuss on how to conquer the wolf all of us have it in some form including worry obsession limitation and fear so let's have this as one of our new year's resolution to conquer this wolf and for that we have manish adwani joining us live and he's here Welcome, Manish. Welcome to backstage. Thank you so much, Rushab. I'm so happy to be part of this show. Great. And as we speak, more and more people are joining us. More and more students are joining us to hear you live. So let me briefly talk about Manish. He's a founder of Mimo Potential. He's also an award-winning storyteller, TEDx speaker, and a business leader with over two decades of experience across marketing, sales. corporate communications sustainability change management he's worked globally with organizations such as microsoft jaguar land rover shindler and mahindra he's won notable awards such as microsoft's president award international green apple award house of commons british parliament scotch blue economy silver award public relations council of india silver award and many more manish welcome to backstage and let us quickly begin with the podcast Thank you so much, Rishabh. Uh, looking forward to our interaction this evening and morning great. in the Western world. Great, great, Manish. So, before we talk about the topic, right, conquering the wolf, would first like to request you to take us through your journey spread over two decades, uh, Manish. Uh, well, Rishabh, I can say I have had great innings in the last two decades. I worked with. Um, explorers mindset from shop floor to top floor from small scale companies to mid size companies to large corporate giants uh, which have been diverse in nature ranging from information technology to bfsi to real estate to services to manufacturing to engineering to automobiles to fmcg all i can say that last two decades have been amazing for me uh, the amount of exposure i've got by working in different verticals ranging from change management to internal communications to leadership and employee development to marketing to pr to business development to sustainability to csr to employer branding i believe i've pretty much done everything in the corporate world except finance legal hr and a few other functions i would say but all i can say i've been lucky to get this kind of exposure uh, it's been a wonderful journey uh, in last two decades working for uh, you know working um, in different uh, uh, with different companies from different cultures different geographies wow manish i was about to ask you aapne kuch baki rakha hai kya kya kare ek ek cheez mein you know uh, monotonous lagta hai if you do same thing again and again i feel you know life becomes very monotonous from beginning i always wanted life to be more colorful Wow, wow! And Manish, as we are speaking, Shashank has also joined us. He's the brain behind Backstage, the CEO based out of New Jersey. Hi, Shashank. Uh, hi, Shashank. Uh, how are you? I mean, you know, you refresh my memories of New Jersey. Years ago, I used to live in uh, New Jersey. Oh, I wow! Spent a couple uh, of years. Hey, Manish. Hey, Rishab. Uh, that's nice to know. Uh, where, where in New Jersey? So actually, I used to live in Jersey City, and then I moved up north, Route Two Forty Seven. Oh, got it. Nice. Well, sorry, I joined late. I just got up actually. <laughs> so, Shashank, while while you joined, Manish was talking about his journey, and I was just asking him, uh, has he left any any domain? Right, he's worked globally across multiple organizations. So, Manish, if you can just talk a little bit, right, uh, about about your experience over last two decades, well, you've worked across domains, but any any. key takeaways before we jump on to the main topic for the conversation today uh well i would you know would i would like to say you know but the experience which i got from you know many a times we feel i have come across many students who look when they look for internships they at times want to look for internships in um, giant companies or multinationals uh, nothing against them but i would say you know the most of my amazing learnings have come from working for, for companies which have been of smaller in size companies which have been in the startup stage companies which haven't been in that category which many aspire to be 
but these companies taught me or these different uh, experiences uh, taught me uh, lessons which actually played a game changing role when i worked for multinational companies and uh, indian mncs also Wow. So, Shashank would I mean, you know, agree with me in the West. Shashank, right? Almost every every kid who grows up in the Western world grows up doing odd jobs at some point of time in their life. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, your parents also push the kids to do even odd jobs, actually. So, uh, right in the beginning of their, not even the beginning of the career, when they're in school, uh, kids here do a lot of odd jobs. Yeah, so I'm in fact I'm you know I read somewhere that most of the CEOs in the Western world or the global CEOs of you know large multinational companies were burger flippers at some point of time in their life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so you know, so I did a lot of odd jobs. I don't think I would have done those jobs in India because I got some part of my states, states, states. So while I was studying there, I mean you know I got good amount of exposure to these odd jobs. I worked in a deli and on campus on doing very different things. which no one can imagine even when i moved to canada in the initial months uh, you know i uh, was working in an automobile service station where i would you know service vehicles all i saw during the day was underbelly of the car but the lessons of you know speed uh, scale and many of those lessons which i learned were learned i mean you know if you don't change the oil filter within few microseconds you might burn your hands and i actually burnt my hands on one occasion So, so these lot of lessons which came from you know those paying attention to details, listening to smaller elements, all these lessons is something which I learned from uh, the shop floor, which helped me on the top floor in big way. So, so you know, since students are there on this call, I would highly recommend that you know you get your hands and feet dirty by doing something things which you never thought of, which are radically different and which might appear small uh, in front of you, but these small things would give you big exposure. Or you know, set the stage for doing something big in life. True, true, absolutely, Manish. Uh, completely second your thoughts on that. Uh, and and you know, uh, well, uh, without doing the odd jobs, also right. Uh, even while working with startups, you tend to get so much of exposure, right? Uh, handling multiple domains. So definitely, uh, you know, it's it's important to have all round exposure in the beginning. So many. So so true. Actually, sorry to you know. I mean, there's something which came to my mind. I thought I should add this. Yeah. In please. fact, you know, some time ago, I had an interaction with uh, one of the professors who teaches in uh, one of the colleges in Mumbai, and she actually, you know, embarked on a journey where she was actually uh, working uh, over the weekends to solar solarify villages. I mean, to turn villages into solar, especially the villages which were struggling with electricity. So there was one this uh, teenager who actually you know kind of volunteered uh, with this NGO on, on these projects, and after he volunteered on uh, for I I believe good amount of time, you know there are many companies which came to interview students on campus where he was studying, and one multinational came to interview him, and the interview lasted for a few hours, and the other youngsters who gave interview their interviews lasted only for ten fifteen minutes. and and when he got out of the interview you know people asked him you know what 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 was the interview all about what were you doing for so many hours and he said you know they asked me multiple question and i shared the experience i had with the ngo because of this ngo i worked on a solar project which gave me tremendous amount of exposure um, in the area of project management in the area of problem solving in the area of you know cost estimating in the area of dealing with people in the area of helping people embrace change he got tremendous amount of exposure but just by working with an ngo that he got this job and this multinational company in i think 6 8 months transferred him to a global headquarters in united states wow of oh, that that's fascinating manish interesting so manish uh, you know now that you're you're uh, heading you founded memo potential so can you explain this concept first uh, what what is memo sure I'll be happy to uh, explain this. I mean, you know, since I worked twenty years in the corporate world in different geographies, one thing I realized is, you know, which is common across all the companies, most of the companies, is that they are talking about customer centricity. And uh, I felt, you know, a lot of stress is given on customer centricity. I felt, you know, customer centricity will be possible in its true sense if we focus on employee centricity. So when I was finding founding Nemo, I felt you know um, if companies are mindful inside with their employees, uh, then they will be mindful outside. I mean these employees will be mindful outside with their customers. So that's how Nemo came in. 
and when we are able to put this in action uh, then i think employees and organizations will be able to work as per their full potential so when it comes to memo you know i help companies or you know we promote the concept of you know simplifying policies procedures those policies procedures should be people centric rather than being global centric or cut copy paste from some other practice organization or best practice from the industry i mean the best practice might be uh, best for some other company which might not be good for you so how you can customize yourself as per your people who are part of your organization and i feel you know this memo also helps companies achieve another memo Uh, which is you know when memo is put in practice mindful inside mindful outside it will lead the organizations to another memo which i term as minimum input maximum outcomes wow interesting interesting manish so so coming to the topic if you can describe wolf and how does it impact one's life right because you've gone through through this grind over these many years if you can just help us uh, all our students who are listening us live i feel you know uh, i mean everybody uh, um, gets impacted by wolf at some point of time in life uh, and uh, few years ago i was in bahrain uh, in kingdom of bahrain where they were having a middle east cfo conference so i was invited to share my thoughts with 400 plus cfos in this conference after i was done with the talk few cfos took me on the side and uh, they said you know we are worried and i was thinking you know what kind of worries these cfos have I mean, you are in Middle East where fuel price is less than the price of water, and and these guys are coming to me and they're saying we are worried. And I was, you know, in my mind, I was thinking, what kind of worries these guys have? And we, uh, you know, then they said, you know, I think Manish got a call. He'll be there. Manish, you are on mute. If at all you are talking. Yes. So, so you know, at that point of time, I realized uh, I went deeper into their worries. I realized they are worried because you know they feel accounting is getting automated, and with accounting getting automated, uh, they feel that they might lose their jobs. And uh, you know, I, I, and coincidentally, in those days, I had read about blockchain. So I told them, you know, why don't you explore blockchain? Because blockchain can help you address frauds and many other elements which. Uh, can work in your favor so they said you know we are too old to learn something new we are in our late 40s some of them are in early 50s and i said wait a minute i mean you guys are not that old colonel sanders founded a company which is known by the name of kfc when he was in his uh, mid 50s so so you are not old so you remove that word old from your age never quote or never say to anyone that i'm so and so or you know uh, uh, this many years old instead say i'm this many years young and that will make a big difference uh, in your life so i so at that point of time when i was analyzing their worries i realized you know many people analyze data but rarely anyone analyzes worries so when i was analyzing their worries i realized they are obsessed with a old school of thought or old way of working which is blocking them that's creating limitations in their life and that's limitations are culminating into fear the fear that you know they'll have to move back to india what will they do in india will they get another job in india what will their kids do in india because their kids are used to a certain pattern of education in the middle east so they were that was actually culminating in fear so when i dive deeper that's how actually i could you know i realized that, that this is a wolf which actually impacts different people in different forms in different stages of life Um, even when we know in india many people grow up uh, listening to stories from mahabharat and ramayan in mahabharat also we see arjuna experienced wolf which came in different way i am worried how should i go about killing my grandfather and my teacher who have taught me who have loved me who have given me so much so he was obsessed with his worries the root cause of his worry was obsession for his grandparents and his uh, teacher and that obsession was creating limitations and which was culminating in the form of fear that he was telling uh, his teacher i mean Um, guru was in form of krishna that i want to run away from this battlefield because gandhi was slipping down from my uh, shoulders now arjuna was a mighty warrior known as a hero and if if a hero can experience wolf i mean uh, what about you and me so so different people experience uh, different kinds of wolf we all have our respective battlefields in which we experience different kinds of wolf and it's up to us how we handle this wolf oh absolutely absolutely manish uh, i think uh, very well uh, shared on this but if you can share few instances where you encountered wolf in your own career manish 
Yeah, I would be happy to share one instance which comes to, to my mind, uh, which I'll never forget. I still remember, you know, when I was new in, as a, I mean, uh, when I had uh, newly taken the role of a marketing head. Uh, on one occasion, I bumped into an international speaker with whom I had a very good conversation in that particular event where we met. But towards the end of our conversation, he said, Manish, I like you very much. I'll be happy to do a pro bono engagement for you. And within seconds, I was on cloud nine. I said, please give me a few days. I'll, uh, I need to discuss this with my boss. I mean, you are so kind that you're giving me a pro bono engagement. He was an international speaker, which I believe he charges anything in the range of twenty to $25,000 for dollars for one engagement. So after getting back to work uh, on the following day, I had a long conversation with my boss uh, to explore the possibility of hosting this global speaker. Uh, my boss also seemed to be excited. He said, let's go ahead. So, so with that excitement, I quickly got into you know organizing an event which I've never done in my life. Uh, this was the first event I'm organizing, that too with a global speaker. And, and with that too, excitement and enthusiasm and a high energy, positivity, I booked a 200-seater hall, uh, which was in Bandrakulla complex, one of the most iconic places in the city of Mumbai. Uh, and we roped in a good caterer, to, and everything was nicely arranged. On the day of the event, not even 20 people turned up. Uh, it was a big failure. Um, and the world began to hover me in different form. I was worried, how will I handle my boss at the end of this event? How will I handle my senior colleagues? Because I was obsessed about my image. Um, and this, this kind of obsession was creating limitations and culminating in fear, which was in form of, you know, how people will perceive me after this failure. How will they look, look at me? I won't be able to look into their eyes. So a lot of thoughts were going on in my mind. And and I would say this was one of the encounters which I'll never forget in life, which actually was actually bringing me down or taking me on the lower end. But, uh, so Manish, uh, how did you go about handling such setbacks, be it this one or, or for that matter, any other that you would have experienced in your career? Yeah, so this setback, you know, uh, was something which helped me in big ways. So on, the, on that particular day, I would say I, I was not feeling uh, so good. I was mentally disturbed. Um, and on the following day, I woke up early in the morning, say around 4.35 and spent some time with myself. And then in those few moments which I spent with myself, I felt, you know, instead of, uh, you know, um, lamenting what went wrong, let me see what I can do right, how I can, you know, bounce back in life. Because if I continue thinking about my failure, I will not be able to bounce back. So on the following morning, what I did, I immediately called for a meeting from all the people who are, you know, part of uh, my organization where I worked. And, uh, you know, I started inviting, I asked them, shoot shoot i mean you know whatever concerns you have what you think went wrong i mean i have no problem just be as candid as possible be as vocal as possible against me so it's like a dartboard on which you know you are just um, letting people you know go go ahead and uh, to throw those darts and uh, that what happened and at the end of that exercise i realized we made 56 mistakes 56 mistakes on in that particular event we made which wouldn't have come out if i wouldn't have called for that meeting so, so I, mm. I didn't give up about, you know, uh, to, uh, to bounce back. You know, this time, I mean, earlier uh, we had booked a 200-seater. This time we went ahead and booked a 750-seater hall, which was much bigger than my size. And you would be surprised to know we always got over 800, 900 people for these events in a capacity of a 750-seater hall. So we bounced back. And then we had bigger names like Mahesh Bhatt and many others. You name it, R. Balki and many others from the industry who would take part in our events. So, so it was a big, a big, uh, uh, we are able to bounce. So, so I often say one line to myself since then, you know, if you are in deep shit, think of a big hit. And, and this, this thought process helps me in bouncing back much faster and in much bigger way. So if I again fail, I again continue with this mindset. And then I, all I can say based on my experience is it works wonders. Rather than thinking, you know, oh my God, I failed. What if I fail again? I think of what else I can do to do something much bigger than what I had planned. And I believe even Mahindra Singh Dhoni, I mean, when I watched the movie, MS Dhoni, uh, Untold Story, and we see, right, how he was rejected by the railways. And after he was rejected by the railways, he gets an offer to, you know, um, go for the trial for India A-team. 
एंड इज फ्रेंड गिव्स एम एन एडवाइस लंबे लंबे छक्के मारना वही मारना जहां सिलेक्टर बैठे एंड आई बिलीव दोज बिग हेट्स हेल्प दम इन बिग वे सो सो द मंत्रा इज थिंक बिग think big is the mantra even if you fail start thinking much bigger than what you did so that you can evolve and you have uh, because those the, don't take that failure as failure leverage on that failure to extract learnings and those learnings should help you you know think bigger and do something bigger um even in case of isro you know where i had the fortune of doing a program for some of the uh, people in isro uh, leaders and many others in isro Um, I learned. I mean, you know, they worked on a similar philosophy. When one of the launches failed, they thought of Mangalyaan. Mangalyaan was much bigger than their size at that point of time. And then we all know, like how big success it was. It was a super big success. So yes, again coming back. I mean, again, even if you go back, uh, you know, in the area of sports. I mean, especially high jump. High jumpers got two steps behind, and then they go for sorry, not high jumpers, the long jumpers. so at times setbacks is something uh, you know we experience not at times i mean you know everyone experiences setbacks but if we go two steps behind think of a long jump i'm sure that i think we'll be able to make it big and we'll be able to evolve through those setbacks well that's that's interesting manish uh, you know the the perspective that you shared uh, right uh, and i like that uh, term where you said where you know deep shit came for a bigger hit so So uh, Manish, what was the hardest decision you ever had to make? Anything which possibly felt as if your world was getting over? Well, I would say you know setting up my own venture at a time where you know in in mid forties is the hardest decision I ever took, and that too when I have responsibility of two kids, uh, senior citizen mother. home maker wife being a single earner with no backup income as such uh, this was the toughest decision of my life uh, but but i was able to take this decision because i felt mission is larger than life uh, because you know this is more of a purpose driven mission where i am trying to challenge the status quo uh, where a lot of leaders take decisions uh, based on your their decisions are centered around profits and i am actually trying to go against that status quo saying that you know decisions should be taken uh, based on people focus on your people let profits be by products of your people give more priority to people at all levels so true, true. personal front yet i was used to big fat pay checks uh, four to five star hotels i always travel by uh, flights to wherever i went and i was able to rework on these to you know to meet my goals or to be uh, to embark on my mission i reworked on my way of life i reworked on um, you know different things which i was used to i changed my habits uh, so that you know i can continue pursuing my uh, purpose or or go um, ahead with my mission interesting so uh, manish uh, while we take uh, questions from the speak uh, from, from the listeners as well uh, but based on your experience do you think that people realize that they are facing wolf at a particular point in time or is it that they don't have this realization at all I feel especially in India every almost every kid uh, grows up listening to the wolf is coming story right um, in in that wolf is coming story we know there is a kid who takes the sheep for grazing and every evening he comes back on day i mean every evening he comes back home to the village and on one occasion he started raising an alarm which people say it was a false alarm the wolf is coming and the villagers come to his help on day 1 they come to his help day 2 they come to his help day 3 they don't come to his help and the wolf eats him up so in that story if we analyze i mean you know in the world of storytelling we always say there are three sides to a story one side his kid his kid his kid hears in india is the side of a, of villagers now there is a other, other side to the story which is the story of a boy who says that the wolf is coming um, um, and there's a there is truth which is in between now the thing is as kids we never question the teacher or the told us the told us the story that you know in reality the wolf was there on the third day the wolf came and ate the boy that means the wolf in reality was there so there could be a possibility <coughs> that the wolf was uh, coming to devour him and when the wolf heard the voice or noise of the villagers the wolf ran away but because the wolf ran away the villagers weren't able to see the wolf they assumed the wolf is not there So similarly, in lives of most of the people, I, I shouldn't be assuming, but based on the health statistics of India, 
Um, India is today BP capital of the world, diabetes capital of the world, and heart capital. By heart capital, I don't mean the capital of lovers in the world, but heart capital. Uh, by heart capital, I mean to say is uh, that we are the leading country as far as heart disease is concerned. So, yes. so if if we are leading both percentage and number wise, I feel somewhere that wolf is there, which many people are not able to see that this wolf is impacting lives of many people uh, in different ways, different forms, in different stages of life, and this is happening in spite of we being the yoga and Ayurveda capital of the world. So, so I think lot needs to be done to identify and uh, address the wolf. So, so Manish, can you can you share few strategies? Uh, you know, with the, the students who have joined us in big numbers, that how could they go ahead and conquer it? Uh, so I would highly recommend uh, you know all the students to watch. There is one movie by the name of Imitation Game. It's an interesting movie. In this, you will see how Germany has built a machine by the name of Enigma, uh, which allowed them to overpower the British Empire. And um, this to counter this machine, one of the Brits uh, made another machine by the name of Christopher. So I won't actually, you know, share the entire story of this movie. I would recommend you watch. But what I'm trying to bring is, uh, bring a point here is, to counter the machine uh, which uh, Germans had built, the Brits actually built another machine. So similarly, to count to conquer the wolf, I feel students will require to take uh, support of another wolf in form of uh, willpower, open-mindedness, uh, leveraging on other strengths, and fearlessly expressing what's within. Many a times we don't express what's within and we suppress and that's something which impacts us in our life. So the best example which comes to my mind who actually was good at, uh, you know, which whose ex, uh, ex, uh, story can help people in conquering the world is Martin Luther King. I mean, the way he fearlessly expresses that I have a dream that my four children will one day live in a nation uh, where they will not be judged by the color of their skin but by the content of their character. So if we analyze his life, dive deeper into his life, we realize, I mean, he has a personality who worked with strong willpower, open-mindedness, and he leveraged on other strengths. Uh, he leveraged on strengths of masses. I mean, I think there were millions of people when he actually went to Washington to deliver his speech of I Have a Dream, which is the most famous speech in the Western world. And he fearlessly expressed his concern. Um, and I, I feel, you know, fearlessly expressing is the most important of all, uh, which will help uh, people to uh, gain the willpower, open-minded leverage on other strengths. Because uh, many a times we suppress. Uh, so, so all I can say, if you are drowning or if you are affected by the wolf, I mean, if you are drowning in the ocean, you would scream for help, right? Help, help, help. You won't say softly help, but you will scream to the top of the world. <coughs> so similarly, I mean, you know, you need to fearlessly express and... Uh, Express to your, 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 you can confide and tell them the gravity of the situation, how wolf is impacting you and you, how you need their support and their strength to get out of this world. And when they give you solutions, be open-minded and work with the willpower to address the world. Well, that's interesting, Manish. Uh, so to all our listeners, you could also start raising hands and I'll one by one make you the speakers. Uh, in the meantime, we also have a question from one of our listeners, uh, Rahul. And Manish, uh, he's asking, what do you think should be the approach of dealing with worries and setbacks? Distract yourself to find alternatives or find the root cause and deal to eliminate it from the source. I would say, you know, to deal with worries and setbacks, it's important to have a mentor in life. It, it's, it's very important uh, to have a mentor. So... A mentor can play a big, big, big role in one's life. And I often tell people that, you know, one can become mental without a mentor. So, so I would again stress on the same point that it's important to have mentor in life. And we could have multiple mentors for, for different uh, things. I mean, few years ago, I had the privilege of uh, assisting Mr. Rishikesh Mafatlal, who happens to be a chairman of Arvind Mafatlal Group. Um, I, I had the fortune of assisting him and preparing for his TEDx talk. So, so in that TEDx talk, he actually shared how multiple mem mentors played a game-changing role in his life. Um, and in fact, I would highly recommend you uh, listen to his talk, uh, which is, you know, in, uh, good mentors are the best insurance policy. <coughs> so now, I mean, you know, if it comes to, you know, many, many a times people ask me, how should I go about selecting my mentor? Uh, and because that's an important point. And, uh, I was about you to know, based on my experience, huh? sorry. I was about to ask you that, but how, how should you <laughs> go about choosing a so mentor? 
yeah so that's that's uh, that's a very valid and that's a very important question and i would say that you know when one goes about uh, selecting one's mentor it's important to uh, i mean the one personality which comes to my mind is kapil dev i mean the 1983 movie which has come i would say someone like him would be an amazing mentor a very dynamic mentor i mean when we analyze his life we see you know how he was leading a team in 1983 where most of his players were in uh, honeymoon mode right i mean we have heard i don't know yeah. how many of you have watched kapil sharma show with kapil uh, dev and in which that people say that we never thought that we are ever going to win we were going there for fun and uh, in an honeymoon spirit so one one mentor like kapil dev or a good leader can change fortune of many people the entire 10 member team their fortune changed because they had a mentor or a leader like kapil dev he made them think much bigger than their size he made them feel important uh, continuously encourage them with positive affirmation no you can do it you can make it happen so not only that he inspired them with his personal example i mean we see when the nuts and bolts were down during india zimbabwe match i believe we were 17 for 5 and couple they walked in that match and he made 71 75 and addition to that he took the catch in the i believe in the final of vivian richards So in spite of all these accomplishments kapil dev gave entire credit to his team with humility and with gratitude and and what i found the best part in kapil is like you know his name actually means sun kapil means sun and yes i feel the mentor should be like the sun which can burn filthy things uh, which are within our heart or the uh, mental blocks which are within us and can also nourish our good crops which are growing within us uh, Uh, which can wonderfully grow and i feel mentor like kapil dev i mean to um, you know i can say mentor should have x y z things but if i uh, i felt you know if i share a name of a personality you will be able to connect better with what kind of a person should be an ideal mentor but but uh, manish how do you find that right bhai har koi to kapil dev ke paas ja nahi sakta right and we have so many students out there so if they have to find a good mentor what should be the parameters आपने बता दिया कि ऐसे कोई हस्ती होनी चाहिए बट ये मिलती कहा मिलती academic background these authors could be were coming from you know industry background so you find you know all kinds of uh, different uh, people with different kind of knowledge who are writing books so now if you read their books you pick up the books from the bookstore start reading and if their books or what their you know writes uh, whatever they have written inspires you then you can consider reaching out to them uh, if they could be your mentor and trust me i mean many a times people feel how should i reach out to him मुझे वो मेल का जवाब देगा कह रहे आप कोशिश तो कीजिए आई रिमेंबर यू नो इन बिजनेस इन वन ऑफ द कंपनीज आई मीन वी रोट ईमेल्स टू पीपल लाइक पर्सनालिटीज लाइक मिस्टर केवी कामत एंड ही डिड रिस्पॉन्ड विद इन एन आवर एंड वी मेट हिम फॉर फॉर ओवर एन आवर बट दैट आवर एक्चुअली चेंज अवर फॉर्च्यून देयर आर गाइडेंस व्हिच ही गेव इन दैट वन आवर एंड ही वाज अवेलेबल ही सेड यू नो आई वुड बी हैप्पी टू मीट यू अगेन so so there are many people who are willing to extend their hand but you know the thing is you you have to try and you try it 10 doors i'm sure one will open and why that one opens and your fortune will change um in addition to you know having multiple mentors like in my life multiple mentors have played a big role i mean i have a mentor who's from indian navy his name is commander subrat mukherjee and he works for you know one of the leading pharma companies so so you know when i'm looking for guidance especially when i'm going through low phase i go and spend time with him and he asks me we have you know decent conversation and that conversation helps me build rigor in my life and uh, be a continuous investor in life um, then i have another mentor i mean mentor could be any form it's not a title or uh, only certain people can be your mentor so in my case even i consider my sister to be a mentor she continuously encourages me by sending up um, poems uh, which i have you know positive affirmation I, i mean you know while i'm talking to you one of the poems which uh, comes to my mind which she recently sent me which actually is kind of you know stuck a chord with me and uh, it it's kind of you know motivating me i read that kind of every day so 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 her poem which she shared was mushkil nahi hai kuch duniya mein tu zara himmat to kar 
ख्वाब बदलेंगे हकीकत में तू जरा कोशिश तो कर आंधिया सदा चलती नहीं मुश्किलें सदा रहती नहीं मिलेगी तुझे मंजिल तेरी बस तू जरा कोशिश तो कर सो दीज आर स्मॉल आई मीन यू नो डिफरेंट पीपल आई मीन एट टाइम वी थिंक ओनली अटन गायटन डिस्टिंग Certain this thing can be your mentor. So mentor could be anyone, even the guy. I mean, on the street could be your mentor who who has tremendous amount of experience. Um, recently, I had an experience with a guy who sells parathas in the streets of Delhi. To me, I mean, you know, I learnt many lessons from him with just um, a short conversation which I had with him. So so mentors can come in different forms. So I feel you should be open-minded and uh, open to learning. Then pick up those learnings and absorb those learnings and apply those learnings. Then things will change in your life. Yeah, and uh, I would uh, add that like uh, one of the easiest way, Rushab, uh, to find men- mentors are like tap onto your alumni network. Actually, your school, your college, uh, there's a vast amount of alumni all across the globe, and uh, try to tap into that network. And I've I've uh, had my own uh, success in that. Like uh, somebody who has gone through certain experiences, uh, uh, you can uh, ask them, and they are always willing to help. That's that's true. I mean, yeah. So that then you should when you ask. I mean, you be fearless. I mean, share your concerns like you share your problems with a doctor. Take them as a doctor. Absolutely true. So, uh, Manish, we have another questions as well in the chat box. And so, Tanish is asking that, sir, out of curiosity, how do you get about planning your day? Are you somebody who has a roadmap of everything, or go about taking a day as it comes? Well, that's a good question. What I do is, you know, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't have a fixed roadmap as such. Most of my, my roadmap actually gets uh, made when I interact with uh, many people in my uh, clientele. So my clients give me idea. My clients help me actually shape up my roadmap, and I listen to them because at the end of the day, I'm servicing certain number um, number of customers, and you know, my, my aim is to service their needs. Uh, while actually also giving them something higher, which is people centricity. So, so my roadmap actually gets created uh, with support of my clients. I have a framework which using which I work, but you know to deliver. I mean, I have certain frameworks which I have developed on the basis of which I work with my clients. But those frameworks, I mean, you know uh, what goes the components. Everything gets customized based on uh, you know the interactions I have with my clients. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, uh, Manish, uh, even Sumit, uh, the other listener, he's asking the advice that you would want to give to the students out there uh, who are about to step into the battleground of professional or a corporate life. Yes, I would like to give to the students. Um, actually, few months ago, you know, Upgrad had reached out to me for developing a program which will help the students in their journey. So, so I developed a program in which I shared how can one go about identifying and following one's passion. Uh, and the second thing which I, you know, focused on was how one can go about investing in one's passion and uh, building one's passion. I believe, you know, the this is, uh, I mean, in that this program is available for free until 31st December, which has a lot of things which I have shared. Um, and I would like to, you know, share one thing is like I always try to. Encourage people that connect your passion with purpose, because life without purpose is nothing but a circus. Because it's purpose which will drive um, you in your life. Um, otherwise, you know, at some point of time in your life, you'll experience a crisis. And and based on my experience, I can say, you know, there were certain stages where I experienced midlife crisis or leadership crisis, um, and I could see a wall ahead of me. and and the moment i incorporated purpose in my career the moment i became more or you know try to connect everything why what i do with purpose and life became more meaningful and uh, um, and and fulfilling so sumanish so can you can you talk about uh, maybe a couple of crises that you went through and how did you cope it around uh one example comes to my mind when i was in the heading marketing and public relations uh, and change management uh, Uh, sorry i mean the public relations change management actually i started heading much later uh, in my career of uh, 12 years in india so so you know i think in the third or fourth year i was i was doing the same thing and i was getting similar results year on year 
But I think in the fourth, third or fourth year, I incorporated purpose. I connected with what's going wrong in the industry or what's, what are the pain points which the community is facing. And the inspiration came from a famous um, quote which I came across in those days of Sir Jamshedji Tata, in which, in which he shares the philosophy of the Tata group. And that the quote is still fresh in my mind. It says that, you know, in a free enterprise community is not just any other stakeholder, it's the very essence of business. So I started seeing, I realized, you know, in the industry, a lot of youngsters, uh, they missed direction and, and there were stages in my life when I was growing up as a student that I, I didn't have direction in life. Um, because one reason could be, you know, my father passed away early in life. So, so I always felt that, you know, it would have been nice if somebody would have given me direction in life. So, so you know, when, uh, on one particular year, I created an engagement wherein, you know, we invited young leaders to, who had an opportunity to get mentorship from or, you know, uh, guidance from some of the top leaders in the industry. So we facilitated that conversation. So I engaged some of my clients in meaningful way. So, so this is how I incorporated purpose. So, so these clients were happy because they felt that, you know, they were able to contribute in someone's life. Young leaders who are going to be the future leaders or, you know, future bosses of many organizations were happy that they got direction. And we were happy that we, we had a meaningful client engagement. Earlier, we used to have engagements meant like, you know, taking them out for dinner or taking them out for drink or something like that. So with, by incorporating purpose, I felt, you know, everybody was happy. Everybody remembered, everybody felt uh, that they did something which was meaningful. Interesting. So there is one more question from Chahat uh, in, the, in the chat box. And uh, he's asking, sir, what are your top book picks for students? Is there an author or a writer that you look up to? This is a very interesting question. So, so some of the top books, I would say, you know, at times which helped me in big way. And then one of the books uh, which has got, I don't think it has got anything to do with religion as such, which, which even great personalities uh, like Albert Einstein, Mahatma Gandhi, Nelson Mandela, Vajay Piramal uh, get inspiration from. And this book's name is Bhagavad Gita. And, and it has played, you know, an amazing role in my my journey. Um, there are many verses which have helped me in big way to address the wolf or conquer the wolf. Um, and I want to, you know, some verses which come to my mind are still, they always are fresh in my mind. I'm not a Sanskrit scholar as such, but I mean, it has got amazing amount of wisdom, uh, which can help people to manage their life in a beautiful way. And one of the verses which comes to my mind, which helped me when I was going through a low phase, uh, it's Matras Fashas Tokontea Sitoshna Sukha Dukkara, Agama Paino Bharata. And the meaning of this verse is that, you know, there will always be ups and downs in our life, like the summer and the winter season. But what's important is that you remain equipoised in all situations and don't get affected by this change. I mean, this, this might be a small, uh, you know, lesson, but this lesson, when you start, you know, thinking in your context, you realize that even this will pass. And then I connected this with a story which I had heard um, as a child, uh, in which that said that, you know, there was one king who was looking for solution uh, from his um, people who were part of his kingdom. And he said, you know, I want some a solution which will always ensure that I'm equipoised all, at all times. And one guy comes with a solution, he gives a ring to the king. Um, and the ring is, uh, has got one note underneath, uh, a small paper which has a message in it, which is writ um, written on that, um, the message is even this shall pass. So these small things, uh, which, which might appear to be small, can make big difference, especially when nuts and bolts are down in your life. And then there's another verse, Vyavasmitka buddhi reke kuru nandana bhaushaka yanantas chabudayo vyavasinam. This is an amazing verse which I came across, which helps me being focused and uh, Arjun put this in practice that you know be focused uh, on your target be focused on your goal don't get distracted um, and in this world we come across so many uh, distractions and then there was another verse which focuses on you know how you should not uh, get trapped in the, uh, something called Ahankar which can bring you down we have all even in the English saying we have heard pride comes before fall so so if you apply some of these uh, things it, it can make a big difference uh, in our uh, lives. There's another book which is Atomic Habits, which focuses on how 1% change can make a big difference in your life. 1% change in your habits every day can make a big difference uh, in your life. So so these are, you know, two I would like to add. And there are many, many other books. Uh, there's another book, The Journey Home, which makes you realize the value of India. 
there's a book good to great which can help you in your journey of leadership how to cultivate level 5 humility and and then in india also we have several leaders uh, uh, like suman malgaonkar many others who have sh- showcased how they are level 5 leaders and to what extent they go uh, in the area of people centricity and uh, many other areas so these are i mean i would say these are some of the top of the mind uh, books which came to my mind well well manish while you were talking about the targets right uh, when you were talking about those verses uh, uh, right uh, on the similar lines there is an interesting question from chitranj and is asking given the diversity of options in terms of lifestyle and career choices that people have there is so much of confusion uh, within the youth in what to opt for so how can we find a calling or make a concrete decisions Oh, this is a very interesting question because you know I also experienced this thing. So as I said, I don't know if I said this, but I started working when I was sixteen years old. Um, I worked with an explorer's mindset, so I started exploring, and I felt you know I will commit to a field where I feel that where I can you know uh, where my heart lies. And it took me years, I would say, to find that field. So in fact, I just shared that you know those three programs which I built, uh, which I I mean you know the. program which i did for upgrade uh, in in that i have actually given step by step way you can find your uh, area of passion um, and uh, can address the area i mean you know the confusion which you have in your mind i have explained step by step uh, how you go there are about seven steps i have shared the rainbow formula how you can make your life more colorful with the rainbow formula wow interesting so so manish uh, you know how can memo help in conquering the world if i were to understand because you are well, an interesting about the concept right i mean memo is a concept so how does it help us yes so the trend i mean the current you know there are many studies which are done in the industry which say that you know 80 to 90% people across the world irrespective of geography are not happy with their jobs hmm and it doesn't matter i mean they they might be working with some of the best brands in the world i mean i aspired to work with some of the best brands and ended up working with some of the best brands in the world and uh, you know on many occasions when i would ask people you know how are you feeling uh, how is it going in the west you know it's quite common shashank would be able to second my thought in the west you know people quite often they ask when they bump into someone they ask how is it going and the answer i would get you know which was the most common answer it was like same shit different day <laughs> <laughs> right shashank i mean and you would agree right in the west people ask this question yeah yeah definitely yeah so so you know i mean as when i founded memo i mean my whole purpose was how we can make life interesting at our place so, as as i said our people analyzing their worries um are people able to smile on day to day basis do you see people smiling because smile has the power to be positive to achieve something which is impossible smile has the power to conquer the world around you so how many people smile at their workplace how often they smile so so i worked on you know uh, certain ways of we can change um, the why we we can i mean if 80% people are unhappy can we you know make 80% people happy so there are ways we can do that why can't we make that happen so so as part of memo the mission is to create culture of inspiration in the organization drive that culture of inspiration so that you know there is maximum perspiration at the same time um, that inspiration leads to happiness quotient it increases the happiness quotient it brings smiles on people's faces so one of the ways which i do it is like i help people connect their passion to profession and align their passion, uh, passion with a purpose and and their life become meaningful you see big smiles at their faces they no longer make faces when they end up at times if they are asked to work 10 hours they end up working 14 hours that too with a smile hmm interesting so rahul has another question manish and he is asking so what do you like to do in your free time how do you like to make use of it and how do you deal with bad days is there a mantra that you follow Well, I mean, you know, in my free time, I like to paint. I'm not an artist, but I love love art. Um, I like to paint anything which is abstract. That's fine with me. I mean, if I love it, but I don't mind. I I don't. I'm okay. Others don't love it. I like to write poetry. I like to write songs. I like to go for treks. I like to do many different things. 
so so manish uh, you know you've had a successful professional life right and and there are students out here who want to know this what are the success mantras when you are employed in an in a corporate Uh, I would say, you know, <clears throat> in today's age uh, where we are experiencing information overload, uh, listening is becoming a forgotten skill. People tend to hear, but they don't tend to listen. The mantra I would like to share from my journey would be: listen, listen, listen as much as possible. Listen to opportunities, grab them, capitalize on them to evolve in your journey. And so, so this is something I would uh, like to share. I mean, focus on improving your listening skill. Wow, that's interesting, Manish. So, uh, what are the other things uh, you currently do that contribute to your productivity? I mean, you you did mention about painting, but what else? I would say, you know, I like to travel, like to explore different things, meet different people, meet diverse people, the people who are doing things which are radically different than me. So, in between, I meet people. I mean, I met a photographer in between. I mean, now you might say, of all the people in the world, why did you go and meet a photographer? I mean, this this guy happens to be a, one of the top wedding photographers in the world, and I met him to see, you know, what he does, what he does, and how he goes about his journey. And I got many ideas. It it actually opened my minds. So many a times, as students or as professionals, we feel we should only meet people from our similar profession who will be able to help us climb the ladder. No, that's not true. You can meet people. Uh, from diverse backgrounds they'll give you diverse ideas which will make you unique and take you um, um, you know uh, at a different level in your journey oh absolutely that that i 100% agree with you manish because that's where the maximum opportunities of learnings are right you learn from people absolutely so manish uh, you know it's it's been wonderful talking to you uh, any last advice uh, that you would want to give students who are listening us today uh so last advice would be you know uh, center your life i mean one of the things which comes to my mind i would like to share the quote which has played a game changing role in my life um, uh, is this is a instruction actually it's not a quote it's an instruction which sir jamshed ji tata received from his professor when he was in college and this instruction was my dear friend academic studies are not the final word in the world of knowledge open your minds and you will see knowledge at every step in life so all i would say is you know develop the ability or habit of continuous learning see learning at every step in life um, right you see as you see as you see that learning or think of that particular learning ink it by noting it down in your book or on your notes uh, app which uh, now many mobile phones offer uh, write it down write those learnings and see how you can apply those learnings to evolve in your journey but if this is the age where continuous learning is need of the hour the, the moment you stop or cease to learn I mean, you would cease to earn. Very true, very true, Manish. Absolutely. So I think, uh, Manish, thank you for taking out time today uh, and spending time with our students out there today on backstage. It was wonderful having you here, and wishing you and to all our listeners a very happy new year in advance. See you again in the next week in a new year. Thank you, thank you so much, Rishabh, for having me on this show, and I wish everyone out there a happy new year. I um, I wish you uh, success, happiness, good health, good mental health uh, in the year twenty twenty two. Thank you, Manish. Thank you, Rishabh. This was amazing, and happy new year to everyone. Thank you. Signing off for now. Bye bye.